This is a Radio 1 91FM one podcast. What a great track. That was Imugi with somebody else. And right now, we have them on the line here at Radio 1. Guys, how's it going today? Yeah, yeah, we're good. How are you? Going good. Um, Just for the people at home, who is Imugi, if they don't know already? Yeah, sure thing. Um, Imugi is uh, me, myself, which is Carl Rufu. I'm a producer from um, Tamaki Makoto. And Yeri Cho, who's um, the singer in Imugi. And so, yeah, the duo is just the two of us. We've been making music for, like, maybe five or six years now. And, yeah, we just released our EP last week. Yeah, Dragonfruit just came out. What um, made you guys decide on the title for that? Because, like, of course I can see it because of the album art, but, like, what drew you to the idea of the Dragonfruit? Well, it's interesting. Like, um, the name Amugi comes from, like, uh, Korean folklore, which is, like, a mythical um, serpent that mm. wants to become a dragon. And so it was kind of... The name Dragonfruit was kind of a nod to that, like, mythological folklore uh, behind the Amugi name. But at the same time, I don't know, it was kind of this random name that my brother actually came up with. Yeri and I were playing a show in Wellington, and we were staying with my brother, and mm. he kind of just said dragon fruit out of the blue. And Yeri and I kind of just looked at each other, and it clicked, like, this is the perfect name for the EP. <laughs> and like, and um, I think we kind of, yeah, I think the, song, the songs kind of, um, I don't know, on first impression, they can be a little bit, um, I don't know, different to what you were anticipating but they're mm. still really delicious and so I, I think that's the way it relates to a dragon fruit <laughs> yeah no because they're all really like nice smooth and like a bit of lo-fi influences i feel but like they always like just have this like almost like washing sense for me like of, yeah. especially through your production work um i want to know what track was like the hardest one to create because this has been a project that has been like slowly trickled out throughout 2019 and most of this year like mm. how long did it actually take you guys and which one was the hardest track to actually create in the project Ooh. um the hardest track um well, i think it's interesting because like we actually sat on the songs for quite a while we mm. had them ready to be released um probably around the same time that we released be here soon was we were finishing up the other songs and so um we we did end up sitting them on them for about a year because um we were we were going to release them with a record label, and then we kind of decided to take it independent. And so there was like a little bit of paperwork involved, which yeah. is the reason that the EP took a while to come out. But um, I think for the, the hardest song to produce, I think, was probably um, "Wandering Recluse," which is a new one um, on the EP. But um, yeah, that one when we because we recorded um, the vocals and mixed the tracks in a studio called um, Golden Age with an audio engineer called Josh Fountain. Oh, yeah, and, yep. Um, yeah. One of the guys that works with Benny a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. And um, when we took Wandering Recluse to the studio with him, it was, um, I don't know, probably the least finished song that we were working on. And so, yeah, I feel like that song kind of took a while for us to kind of um, get the vision cohesive, you know, and get all the parts feeling good um, between each section. But um, I'm really happy with how it turned out, and it was really fun to kind of um, have Josh there giving... Um, like little advice and tips on things on how we could um, structure the song so yeah I'm really proud of that one yeah so you said most of these um, singles well like the tracks you almost had them all created by the time Be Here Soon came out um, 
Was there any, like, additional work that you made to them since then, like, before releasing them, like, in the mix where you just kept on listening to them, especially after lockdown? Because that's, that's a mm, huge thing where you had a lot of yeah. time to communicate with one another. No, nah, there's a thing. There wasn't actually a lot of... We never really touched the tracks much after they um, had been mastered. Like, we kind of sent them away mm. to be mastered and then got them back, and our plan was to release them as soon as we could. And it just ended up taking longer than we thought. But in, the, in that time, Yeri and I have been working on so much music. So yeah. It feels really good to finally get these tracks out because we just really want to move on to the next thing, really. Like, we've got so much music ready to go. So Oh, I bet, yeah. especially having these in, like, limbo, like, political limbo yeah. and stuff. Like, just having to deal with a few, pap- like you said, the paperwork, all the contracts, the politics regarding it. It's like... Yeah, yeah. It's definitely difficult. Um, and of course, you guys have got a feature with uh, Church and AP, but also I'm curious, like, what was it like choosing, like, some of the people to work with, like Josh Fountain as well, like, mm. and collaborating with all these people? Because, like, especially with the album art, who did the album art for it? Because it is fantastic. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, well, the album art, it's funny, like, um, the album art is probably, like, way back when I was in maybe, like, yeah, maybe when I was like 15 or 16 years old, I had a Tumblr account and I was following that artist on Tumblr. And um, I've been following her for years and I always loved her artwork so much. I feel like it always reminded me of like Yu-Gi-Oh cards or like... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm really good at capturing that like mythical look. And um, yeah, when it came to that album art, I just remembered that there was this artist I had been following for years and I kind of suggested it to Yeri. And after we looked at the artwork together and we already had the name Dragon Fruit, we were just like, it just made sense. Um to get that artwork commissioned so that was really cool mm. she's over in the uk we just like um talked over email and talked about what we wanted with the artwork so we're really pleased with that and um, i think working with josh fountain was actually a suggestion from someone at the label that we we're working with at the time and um, when we got into the studio with him it just we just kind of clicked you know and like he, he was like a really nice guy and he really understood like the vibe of our music and like what we were wanting to achieve and like um, yeah, he was just a really good person to bounce ideas off, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that we had that experience and kind of got into the studio with him. Yeah, I bet, because I feel like he, he would have given it, like, a lot more insight, especially, like, working alongside some of these more, um, I guess, in the bigger sphere of the New Zealand music scene, which doesn't really affect us here, but, of mm. course, like, with Benny, like, having this huge boom, having that yeah. idea and, like, how it works with your tracks, how it can relate and all that, it can really add a different layer to it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's just, like, that final polish, you know, and it just gets it that little bit much, yeah, sounding a little bit better. Mm. Or, like, in quote-unquote professional yeah, whatever yeah, that sure. means nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like oh well. One of the things is I was really wanting to like I was thinking here before like while I was looking at the Almar, I was thinking I was like ahead of you guys because I've got um two dragon tattoos. But now you've kind of <laughs> t- oh, turned. That's so sick. Yeah, I thought I'm here like yo. All right, I'm gonna drop this like yo. I'm in ahead of you guys. You know, I'm 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 the, I'm the fan before even the fans <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. But yeah, um, oh, it's just interesting, like, this whole thing, like, of course, the timeline of this all and the collaboration, even then, Church and AP, what, like, drew you to them, especially, like, how you've had um, this international artist work with you for the Almar, and then mm. Josh here up in Auckland, and then Church and AP, what drew you to that, as, especially as the only feature on the album that is a vocal feature? Yeah, well, it was, um, around that time, um, 
we were, Gary and I were heading down to Wellington to play a Vice Christmas party show, and Church and AP were on the bill as well. So we actually mm-hmm. first met them when we were at the airport about to fly down to Wellington. And so we were just hanging out with them on the airplane and um, talking about music and stuff, and we just got along really well with them. They're like really sweet, nice dudes. And so um, when we got back to our hotel suite, I was kind of just like playing them some beats that I had made, and they just really liked that one. And um, yeah, they just they just wrote to it, and when we're in the hotel room for about half an hour, we just sat there with the beat on loop, and then they were writing. And then the same night, um, we performed the song live. So Damn, that came together. Yeah, it was really cool, and it was r- around the time that they were had just released Ready or Not, so it was just oh yeah, yeah, on the cusp just before they really started to blow up, and so. Yeah, we kind of caught them at a good time. Damn, that's way back. That's awesome hearing that, like, in that whole progression of especially meeting them and then making the track and Mm. then releasing it during that period of, like, even that time, like, before even recording it, like, already having made it and already performing it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And, like, there's so much music of ours that's like that. Like, if anyone, I don't know if anyone down um, in Otago has been to one of our live shows up here in Auckland, but, like, if you come to our show, you'll see that so much of the music that we play is just unreleased and like so often Yeri and I on the day of a gig will have started writing a new song and then just decide to perform it that night like I feel like that's our kind of attitude towards music is we just when we perform we just play whatever we want you know man I really wish lockdown didn't happen and stuff because then I would have been flying up and stuff trying to find it you guys and stuff (laughs) we'll make it down there at some stage I'm sure yeah I'm I'm hoping it's like you guys church and it's like a bunch of other acts like I've been like waiting it's like yo come on down I'm wanting to like come see you guys pay money Get, yeah. get do everything but it's like every time it's just always like a shortcoming lockdowns happened and all that like mm. i only was lucky enough to see dick move um on friday night and they've had their show canceled twice over damn far out yeah and it's like yeah. things like that but um oh it's just past my head um just with the music video because i've just p- finished playing somebody else for the people who mm. here in Dunedin. um what was the inspiration for that music video? Because I know there's the Sims and the creation aspect of those kind of characters in it, but like creating that, mixing some of the other elements of the animation with it, what was that kind of like creating the treatment and all that regarding the music video? Mm. Um, well, the music video was really, I don't know, it was really cool because we knew that we really wanted to make a video for somebody else. And for so long, like Yuri and I had wanted to do a music video that was all green screen. Mm. And so, um, yeah, when we decided to shoot the video, it was kind of like an awesome chance to get all of our friends involved. And so, like, my girlfriend Casey, she did a lot of the um, animation. She directed the video, and uh, she did a lot of the editing as well. And so um, I think the video was, like, a really cool chance for, yeah, us to kind of gather our friends together. And we all kind of sat down and had a big brainstorm about what the video could be about and how the video could relate to the themes and the song. And, yeah, I think we kind of settled on the idea of the Sims characters and, like, I don't know, how kind of everyone kind of has an idea on their head of like what they want to be and what the mm. success means to them and so yeah it was kind of just like a play on that and how yeah everyone is kind of dressing up to to be who they want to be you know <laughs> damn that, yeah I, I guess so because like I've slowly started to work with Sims and so, well I did like at the start of the year did a project using that and so it's like seeing that also related into this oh, kind of cool. context it's like it's always interesting especially having this like melding of different mediums I always find really cool especially nowadays um, how a lot of artists have started using green screens as a also a collaborative tool like letting it go out there like Grimes's video mm. how it was just the original version was just a green screen and then like during lockdown you just see all these edits of it 
come right, out. Right, yeah, yeah. That is such a cool like way to get people involved in your in your music. Yeah, yeah. and it's like even then, even keeping it personal to you guys, mm. like having someone like your girlfriend work on it, then it's mm. like you always have these like different moments of it, and it's like, oh, let's add this in and keep on adding because you always have these moments to always look over it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was so much like that. There was so much collaboration, so much like sitting down and watching the video and everyone kind of putting their eyes up, their ideas forward for what what they think it could happen. Yeah, yeah, it's mm. a lot of fun. Well, I feel like I should let the people at home hear one of your tracks off Dragon Fruit. So it's been a pleasure mm-hmm. talking to you, Carl, and it's a pleasure having, I guess, Yuri here with us. Yeah, thanks, Yuri. Yeah, so... Kakite, hope you enjoy the rest of your evening, and I'll catch you guys sometime down here in Dunedin. Yeah, Kakite. Or I'll, enjoy the rest of or your I'll come up and see you guys at some point. Having a chat. Well, all right, catch ya. So that was Carl from Amugi, and right now here is Why You Actin' Like a Fool featuring Church and AP, and now we go back, sorry, letting you have a listen to it. I know we tried and tried, but let's move on. I followed that treasure map to fool's gold and found your charm. Now, our next mark's a spot on my brain. We fight and cuss and bite and cuss the same. I think we rushed a bit. There ain't no love in it. We're self self Thanks for listening to Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.